Hey guys, how's it going? Uh, today, I'm your host, Brickman, and today I'm joined by Hans. Hello. Enigma. It's the third time I have to introduce myself, hi. <laughs> and uh, today we have a special guest, Cinnabon. Hi. And uh, today we'll be discussing uh, what an ARG is, uh, how they work, and what else are we discussing? <laughs> Don't ask me, I have no uh, idea. The, the types... I... Oh, okay, here we are. The, the it's types... just everything ARGs. Yeah, basically everything. And next episode, we'll most likely start to uh, investigate, talk about ARGs that we're working on, ARGs that, uh, that are finished, or ones that we did finish, even some that we haven't, but have previously been done. And hopefully, eventually, we'll be able to get a few ARG creators in here. All um, right. Also, I, I just want to mention, uh, I don't know if this really matters or not, but uh, I myself, like, I'm fairly new to this community. Uh, like, I, I started... Actually, yeah, let's uh, backtrack. I'll probably... Okay, so I'll move this part before we introduce ARG and stuff. Okay. So, um, Brick, do you want to introduce yourself and tell a, tell the audience a little bit about yourself first? Okay, yeah. Um, so, obviously, as I've said before, my, my name is Brickman, uh, you guys can call me Brady, or Brickman, I don't care, uh, recently, I don't even remember, I, I think it was actually a week ago today, because we're recording this on Friday, uh, like, there is, it was, like, the late afternoon, and I was scrolling through YouTube, and I saw a video by uh Nexpo Nexpo mm-hmm. I, I want to say it was Nexpo about uh about ash vlogs yes and like I during the whole thing I was like wow this is this is weird and then he was like well that's the thing with ARGs and I'm just like wait what's an ARG <laughs> And then he's, and then at the end of that episode, uh, they had released a new part to the ARG, and he like showed what it was, and I was like, "Wow, this is actually pretty interesting." So, I think I'll try it. So I went to Reddit, typed in r slash ARG. I started on, I think it was Inmate Four Hundred Four. I want to say it was, okay. and. Uh, ever since then, I, I've just been working on ARGs for the last like week. Um, but I, I'm I'm very new to this, so a lot of these that they're talking about uh, later in the episode are like I'm most likely not going to know about any of these. There's maybe one or okay. two because I mean they were just big or something, and I just happened to watch videos on them. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Okay, I will introduce myself then. Uh, so, my name is Hans, and online a lot of people would know me as Hans Anonymous. Uh, I am a content creator, and I essentially like to do everything. That is how I tell people who I am. Uh, but ARGs, I have created or worked on and created uh, two ARGs so far. One of them is still in progress, and I don't really want to talk about it. The other one is the Ascension ARG. It occurred a little bit before the summer of this year, 2019 and ended about two weeks ago, I want to say. And there's even still some mystery around the ending of it. So I do know quite a bit about ARGs. Um, Obviously, I do follow up on what's happening with current ARGs with Nexpo or... uh, uh, other YouTube 
channels that I'm blanking out on. This podcast was actually uh, come up with. The idea of this podcast was come up with by uh, Enigma. And he simply posted the idea onto Reddit. And I joined the Discord. And we continued developing it. And now we're at this point where this is the first episode. Uh, Enigma, would you like to... Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, let's see. First of all, I didn't come up with the idea, okay? I found it somewhere on Reddit, but it no, everyone ignored it. And I thought the idea was good. I didn't want it to go to waste. So, and I'm a very persistent person. If people didn't see it the first time, I would post it again somewhere else. Um, I'm glad Hans joined. Hans is being very useful. Uh, no offense to anyone else, everyone is in useful. Not everyone um, is useless. Useful. <laughs> useful. Yes, continue on. Um, but, but yeah, I just, I want to thank Hans. He was the first person to join and he has been the, the person that has been helping the most here. He's... I, I, he's even taken charge sometimes because I am way too much of an idiot to actually take charge of his server and of his podcast, really. Um, so yeah, uh, claps to Hans or whatever the fuck you want to do. All right. Okay, hang on. Before um, we introduce Sin. Well, I'm Cinnabon. Oh, you can call me Riley. Uh, I've been into ARGs for a while, but I've never had the energy to, like, actually try and solve any. Um... I'm kind of like Brick, and I watched a lot of YouTube videos on them, and then I was scrolling through Reddit, and I saw the post about starting the podcast, and I just hopped in, and we started doing some investigations within the server, and it just made me start caring more about it and actually have interest, so I'm not really good at solving puzzles, but it's really fun figuring out each clue and getting to the next part, and just developing more of like an understanding of what the plot of whatever the ARG we're looking at is, so that's really it. <laughs> Alright. All right. Um, I'd also like to mention, because I forgot to whenever I was, that the ARG community is actually like probably one of the best communities out it's there. Really cool. Yeah, uh, I would like to build upon that and say that so the ARG that I helped work on, Ascension, uh, we grew a community of about 100 plus members. And even when the actual ARG shut down, we were able to just create a separate Discord server so everyone could just hang out. And that was honestly really cool. And we uh, all got to know each other, talk about real life stuff, actually. Not saying that um, real life is... I would like is... to point out that it was because of me. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that we, like, shit that, like, stuff that we've talked about. Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I yeah. was also the first one to initiate a voice chat in this. So, the community is really great. Uh, there, as with any community, there's still toxic people, but a lot of the people do like to work with each other and just talk and hang out. And so that's nice part speaking of the community so we have the discord server set up for this podcast and you will find a link to the discord server anywhere this podcast will be uploaded on and you will be able to join in interact with us even help out with the podcast if you'd like and some notable mentions for people on the uh, discord server besides us four already we have um one that i would like to shout out is yuria um she's been doing some really good artwork for us uh her along with what's his name uh mist he yes mist he's the one that's i'm pretty sure he's done most of the artwork for this channel so far yeah Um, so the uh banners on YouTube and SoundCloud. You uh, that is his artwork and it is pretty great. On Twitter, 
you will see that it is a different one, which is made by, um, oh, I wish Groovy. I had credits set up. Groovy? Yeah, yeah. Groovy. The uh, profile icon is also was also made by Groovy, and it is pretty great. Who else? Uh, I think that's the, the artist. Yeah, that's uh, Jason. Jason's been a really big help with some of the ARGs that we've been working on. Yeah. yeah. Jason. Uh, 8-Bit, he actually helped create a general layout for us to follow during this first episode, and uh, thanks to him for that. Besides that, I, I would like to thank the entire Discord for just being there and yeah, everyone being has pretty been awesome. Great. Everyone uh, has been great. Yeah, just the community in general. Uh, if you'd like to introduce what an ARG is, Hans. All right. What is an ARG? So, firstly, ARG stands for Alternate Reality Game. <clears throat> Alternate Reality Games are essentially games that take place in a okay. fictional world, but uh, intertwine with reality in our real world. Oftentimes, they will require players to interact with different social medias or uh, investigate or research uh, topics that are highly... You didn't know that alternate reality game is defined on the Wikipedia. <laughs> you know that, right? Okay, it is defined on Wikipedia. So, alternate reality game, as on Wikipedia, is an interactive networked narrative that uses the real world as a platform yeah. and employs transmedia storytelling to deliver a story that may be altered by players' ideas or action. Way too confusing for me. Okay. To shorten I get that, it. I get it. Don't explain. Well, maybe our viewers don't understand it. I mean, uh, to be fair, this is an introduction episode. It's not like we're doing anything crazy today. Correct. Correct. Let's see. The term ARG is very loosely defined as you could interpret it as just a series of puzzles or storytelling through, as I said before, different mediums, uh, social media or videos or uh, any other form you could get communication, Yeah, essentially. Um, a lot of ARGs, from what I've seen, uh, a lot of them come from like Reddit or like a lot of them will do Twitter. Uh, a few do Tumblr. I, I don't know how many Tumblr. Most social media. Are. Yeah, most social media. But yeah. So, mm -hmm. alternate reality games. They they're another form of storytelling for creators to provide an entertainment to its players. The players are directly, most of the time, directly involved with the ARG. And so, although there are where they're not, yes, there are cases where they are not, but uh, it is another form of entertainment. It is always fictional, so even though it may seem like it is real, that it is from real life, or that even though it just seems real, it, it's not because <laughs> ARGs are uh, meant to be fictional. And sometimes they may mess with your mind or bend reality to make you think that it's real, but they are not. Oftentimes it can be confused with actual mysteries out there where one might confuse a murder for part of a storyline when it's actually a real murder. And that is one of the gray areas of ARGs where if you put in that there is a murder, then you need to make sure your audience knows that it is still fictional. We have some examples of that in another conversation that we'll bring up in another conversation. Conversation. I hope that properly <laughs> introduces what an ARG is. I mean, I think you did pretty well. Yeah. Well, yeah think... I thought everything was real. So next, uh, we already brought up like what platforms are used, which is pretty much any any social media. Any social media out there, essentially. They could also be put out on websites that are created by the game makers themselves. Game makers are what we call the creators of the ARGs. Whether the audience knows who they are or do not know who they are is up to that game maker. So game makers can create websites dedicated to the ARG, and that's how they interact with their audience. Or they could create real-life ways to communicate with players. 
for example, if they, there is an ARG that is focused in a certain city and the players are meant for to be in that city, then they could uh, post documents or updates on a billboard or something. And that's just one way of interacting with the players. Right. Uh, and, uh, and most of the time, uh, most ARGs, you're encouraged to like work with the others. So it's not like you're just working by yourself. There have been, there are a few, or not a few, but there, there's probably a good bit where they ask you to work on it yourself. But most of those aren't really ARGs. Those are more, uh, yeah, it, it's more of a community type thing. Yeah, around. so usually players are encouraged to work with each other. Because ARGs, a lot of them of how they are they work is that players are trying to decipher the actual storyline they are trying to figure out what's going on or why something's uh, happening why is yeah why something is happening so let's move on to the uh what types of args there are and i think this would help cover all the different kinds enigma do you want to no talk about this i don't at all i can but i don't Okay. Um, okay. Um, I'll pass it to break for a bit. I need to think about my words. Uh, Sin, do you want to? Oh uh, yeah, Sin. Oh yeah, go ahead. If if not, it's fine. I can do it. But so there's a couple ARGs that are primarily based on stories, such as the Sun is Banished on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about the Sun Vanished. It is a Twitter ARG that. Uh, Actually, an easy one to cover in the second episode. What? It, it's an easy one to cover in the second episode, since it's just mostly tweets. We're, it's we're, mostly storytelling. We're explaining types, not... I know, I understand. No, I know. I'm not that dumb, I am listening. I am sleepy, but I am listening. Okay, The Sun Vanished. It is a story-based ARG that takes place on Twitter. It really exploded the ARG environment, because... Uh, it started to become told on YouTube creators' uh, videos. It, uh, it caught a lot of attention. <laughs> yeah, it caught a lot of attention. And so The Sun Vanished, the creator posted his storyline onto Twitter, and Twitter users could interact with this account to help further what is happening, trying to figure out how The Sun Vanished, stuff like that. And... Sometimes the story might not go how the even the creator originally thought it should go, and that's all just based on circumstance. So, Hi Mary Mary is another example of a story-based ARG, and this took place on both YouTube and Twitter. We will be discussing all of these ARGs in future episodes, but essentially, uh, YouTube, in addition to Twitter, is how the creators could display their story. I mean, when it's multi-platform, it allows users to get more, more out of the it. story connected to it because there's more of it being displayed than just like on one form of social media. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Exactly that. Yeah. All right. So let's move back into the... ARGs and types of ARGs. Right. So we left off with story. So next is stories. puzzle. Puzzle based. Uh, the ones I hate the most. Quite a big one, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Does anyone want to talk about this, or uh, should uh, I? I? I can. I can explain it up to. Probably up to about where we get to Cicada. Okay, so, yeah. So I can kind of explain what happens and how they're done. Um, Go for it. Alright, so we talked about story-based ARGs. Now we have puzzle-based, which, I mean, as you can guess by the name of it, it's a puzzle. And you have to find out... Uh, you have to figure out certain elements of the story in order for, um, in order for you to progress. Like, and some so, some puzzle based also meet with story based. Uh, 
like there's one I think I mentioned it earlier whenever I was introducing myself uh inmate 404 uh that that one is a story based mix with puzzle um but puzzle based are mainly sorry uh puzzle based mainly you just figure out one step and once the creator of the ARG knows that you figured out a step you they'll like move on to the next part and puzzle based are mostly tied in with like twitter like it's mostly tied in with social media like twitter 4chan uh facebook whatever else um one of yeah. the largest puzzle based ARGs is cicada 3301 um, actually uh it can be considered the most popular uh ARG and right this is even a questionable one because it is not even confirmed to be an ARG. Yeah. It uh no one has actually taken credit for creating it. So we still do not know a lot about Cicada three thirty zero one. And it's made by Cicada three. We might not even Yeah. It's the name given to uh the people who created it who no one knows. Right. Uh but and Cicadia 3301, uh, sorry, what? It's mostly, like, we were talking earlier about there being real-life elements to uh, yeah. to ARGs. Puzzle-based is probably the most that you'd see in implementation of the real world. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Cicada 3301, it we uh a lot of or all of what we know about it is that it was actually a tool for uh the organization to recruit uh code breakers or uh people who are just generally crazy smart at uh cryptography or data security and they put out uh, a certain number of puzzles in sequence onto the internet uh first posted on twitter i believe uh and, 4chan uh 4chan and then twitter afterwards essentially these were actually generally puzzles that were put out onto the internet for whoever to solve right and like just for like uh like a little bit of not really backstory but like a little bit of like so you can know how long these can last cicada lasted years like if i remember right people only got like one step a year uh yeah yeah um yeah each puzzle was actually posted a year it started in 2012 and in the second puzzle was released on in 2013 at the beginning of the year and the uh third puzzle was posted in 2014 uh after that, no other puzzles were actually posted, but yeah, so, people are still on the lookout for them. Yeah, so for what we know, it's over. Because if I remember right, the last thing that happened with it was the people who finished the third puzzle first got the email, got an email from, from Cicada saying like, hey, uh, if you'd like to work with us, then do something. I don't remember what it was. Right. Yeah, so uh, it is a... Yeah, it just describes the uh, dynamic ability for ARGs, right. how how extensive they can be, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, yeah. I mean, and we're not going to get too far into Cicada this episode because right. that'll be yeah, covered in the like next episode. Yeah, that that yeah, that'll probably be an episode to itself. Uh, all right, let's and, move on to the next type, yeah. which is marketing ARGs. Uh, center and ARG to promote products. <laughs> this one is very basic. Basic. Yeah. They are they are ARGs made to promote uh, movies or products or shit like that. Like the I Love Bees Halo Two ARG, the 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 Cloverfield the Cloverfield ARG, shit like that. Just made to promote uh, movies and uh, shows and shit. Yeah. And games. Oh, that, really? that one's very basic. Thank you for giving me that one. That one, that one is actually really, really. 
Well, like, Gravity Falls, like, really got people into it, because, like... I didn't the, even know there was a Gravity Falls ARG. Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah, like, throughout the show, there would be, like, flashing images, or, like, at the end of it, it would be, like, a puzzle. Yeah, I always noticed that, but I never yeah, thought about they it. They were able to be solved with, like, you know, Caesar ciphers and stuff, and that was just made to promote the show, because the show by itself was already, like, pretty creepy, it was, like, a mystery. And then adding in the ARG aspect to it just made people even more curious about it. So, it made them really yeah. involved. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gravity Falls was definitely a really big one and one that I enjoyed looking yeah. in from the outside uh, because I was still very new to ARGs at the time. Uh, but it was really fun to watch it unfold and how uh, the creator... Uh, what's his name? Oh, shoot. It's like on the tip of my tongue. I'm not uh, sure. I just remember that he's friends with Justin Roy. Alex Hirsch. Alex yeah. Hirsch, who created uh, Gravity Falls as well. Uh, he essentially designed the whole thing for the... Was it for the finale? Probably. Uh, yeah. Uh, he was like... He was wondering how he could uh, get off with a bang for the show. And yeah. there's two ARGs on here that I don't quite... Or haven't heard of. But uh, the... There is the Stranger Things ARG currently oh, yeah. going on, and uh, it actually just started last week in the United States, and this is as another form of uh, the marketing ARG, where actually I don't know if it is officially uh, associated with the official show, but they were able to. I mean, uh, it has to be right because. During the first step, you have to call Baskin Robbins, like a special. But they might have just. Uh, yeah, yeah, they aired an ad, which had the oh, uh, phone number, but I'm pretty sure it was just only for that one Baskin Robbins, and they have uh, told people not to actually go to these locations or. Yeah. Uh, yeah, go to any of the locations that they've used for the ARG. They've told people specifically not to. Uh, go there and harass people there or anything like that and yeah but i mean that should be a given to be honest yeah yeah uh so that's actually a current one if anyone wants to look into any active args yeah definitely and um, the community there is really big yeah and obviously with as many args as there are cuz there's a lot there's a lot of them that repeat themselves um uh, whether people mean to or not, like they'll it'll get to the point where they use certain stuff so much that it gets boring. But that's like with anything, right? Right. Yeah. Um, uh, and the cliches. Yeah, we have this so, list of cliches of ARG. So uh, a lot of times it it is from ARG creators who want to get into the scene. And they're just starting out, and that's perfectly respectful for them to do. But uh, here's just some tips from me. Uh, make sure it's unique and it's something that stands out. I, I, that probably seems obvious, but I mean, a lot of times it could just get lost in the pool of new ARGs out there. And when it all seems the same it's mysterious or it's cryptic or it it just seems like another arg um right, it will and, be hard to and, it, and it's not like people you, in it, yeah sorry it's not like you have to be original it's just make sure you don't do something that's like super overdone like for example like certain languages or like certain cryptic languages are used so much that it just makes the ARG stale. Um, example of those are like binary and base sixty four. Um, also, what's another one that's used a lot? Caesar. Morse. Yeah. Morse and Caesar. Yeah. yeah More. I I haven't really been a part of many that use Morris, but yeah, Caesar is used right. a lot. Yeah. I I think the only yeah one that I did that had Morris was that uh that test that we did the other night. Did that even have? The codal Morse yeah. code, yeah, in the first step, wasn't it? That was binary. No, that was binary. Was there was binary. some, there was some, there was one of them that I did that had Morse. I don't remember what it was. was I don't believe it did, but okay. But uh, yeah, we we have a, a tacky 
one of our Discord members said that Visioneer is also used a lot. Oh, and yeah. That's, that's true. Uh, so I guess this is and that leads a perfect perfectly. way to lead into encryption languages. Yeah, leads perfectly into it. So we've already mentioned binary. That's the ones and zeros. Uh, Morse that's is similar, that? where you have... Uh, I mean, everyone, yeah, pretty flopped. much, if you've watched a war movie, you most likely know what Morse code is. Yeah, yeah. Like Correct. that's that's just putting it. The the simple. very original or the roots of Morse code was that uh, people would turn on and off their large uh, uh, lights, either like uh, beam lights or lights from a lighthouse, and that would be able to help communicate with other people from long distances. Right, and then later on it would be used by uh, by a Morse code like machine. Through, um, yeah, right. for, through an I, I electric line. Yeah, I don't know what it was actually called. But I yeah. just called it a Morse code machine. Cause... Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. Base 64. So, let me double check base 64 before i say anything uh, uh most of the time when the, you you'll know that this is used whenever or it's really any of the bases if it has two equal signs at the end base 64 is a group of binary uh yeah well i'll probably discuss this more in the future but it's a form of encryption or encoding that uh uses what's given what's inputted and uh translated into a radix 64 representation that's a whole other terminology that we'll discuss later Ooh, on this on this little roadmap thing that he made he should have put like examples and we could have like, put right. them up on the screen all right guy you you're expecting too much out of unpaid workers here <laughs> hey, i was just saying <laughs> I, I wasn't saying uh, that i expected it from him but i was just it was just a thought that came to my head it, it, it's a good note for the future uh, all right, so other forms of encryption, we have hexadecimal. It's just hex. Um, I love those ones. <laughs> hex is used a lot in actually just coding and uh, uh, storing data types. Or It is the form of coding for uh, a lot of files just for data or accessing or yeah it's data <laughs> like video game cartridges on the game boy ds i think even the wii still or correct me if i'm wrong somebody I'm uh sure. they they are all encoded in the hex uh or oh. that is the readable way for us to understand what's going on and it's through hex right and just for clarification, uh, like the first three that we talked about, those were common. Now we're moving on to uncommon. Yeah. Uh, like these right. are these are these are used, but not very commonly. So uh, the next one we have on our, our list is ROT thirteen. ROT thirteen. It's short for uh, uh, rotate by thirteen places, or shift thir uh, yeah rotate 13 and it it's basically what it means it's a caesar you take cipher. the letter well you, yeah it's a caesar cipher you take the letter move 13 letters over and it's your encoded letter it, it's it's half of the alphabet and that's why it'll be more commonly used uh octal so octal hexadecimal uh decimal these are all aces, and it's just ways for uh, computers to understand them. But we've used them for puzzles because, uh, yeah, it's just another form of an encoding language that has users try to solve them. Octal is just put into a base 8, and similarly well, that, with that's hex. What, that's what octal is, right? It's just base yeah, 8. Yeah, it's base 8. Hex is base 16. It's one through nine, A through F. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. And then we have uh, ASCII. Actually, ASCII is a 
unique one because it is play uh it is put out right in front of you even though yeah even though it is put out right in front of you say in a text document just an encoded form, language yeah another form of encryption mm -hmm. encryption next we have com or custom ciphers um yeah uh oh i mean i don't i don't know any okay so custom ciphers i actually designed a cipher for ascension arg uh it was one of the last ones that you had to do and this cipher was actually it's not a cipher it's a process of getting to the answer and what i had people do was there were 99 text documents and yeah or 100 text documents and i was cruel for doing that but it was so fun uh 100 text documents each with 100 lines and those 100 lines were either real or fake and you could tell because the real ones had binary fake ones had just random letters those real ones if you put them in order by date uh it forms a 63 by 63 grid and it's a 63 by 63 grid of ones and zeros those ones and zeros could be converted into black and white spaces and we use that to give the players a qr code and that qr code led to other things but that's one way i was able to come up with a uh <laughs> yeah, it, it it was one of the puzzles that we had the uh, players do, and they eventually got it. Uh, actually, one of the players, uh, Nev, he was able to use Python to scan through all of the text files, extract the ones and zeros and the uh, dates, and then put them into the proper order. And as much as I hate that he did that, because it just simplified the whole thing, it he did it and it was really cool because you can use technology to solve technology and that that's just one of the ways you could solve puzzles right and finally we have actual languages um yeah most of the time the actual languages are used they're normally hidden by by other encryption languages and right uh something about that is you don't have to only use one encryption language. Sometimes people will use, most of the time, actual languages will be maxed or masked by, like for example, decimal base 64, binary Morse, ASCII, Caesar, stuff like that. Because, um, I mean, if you put an actual language, it'd be too easy to just copy, put it in, translate to, in translate blah, blah, blah yeah. to English. Um, and a lot of times ciphers will use, or like a certain cipher will be used more than once. So like, for example, you'd have to put in something into Caesar and then you don't get anything or no, uh, what's it, what's it called? The V one? <laughs> Visioneer. Visioneer. Yeah, yeah. A lot of, or one that I did, you had to put in, had to put in a thing to Visioneer and then you put it into Visioneer again and you got the answer. Right. A double, yeah. Yeah. All right. Creating an ARG. Well, can I ask, uh, Enigma, have you worked on anything or? Mm, I have tried, but never really worked out anything specific. Okay. Uh, actually, anyone in, anyone in the audience, if you have tried to create an ARG or anything, please chime in. Because uh, I don't want to feel alone here by just talking. I uh, think the, the people with the most experience in creating ARG should talk. Yeah, yeah, know. for sure. At the moment, Brick and I are beginning to create one. Uh huh. But we haven't gotten very far in it yet. <laughs> okay, well, perhaps I could give some tips then. So let's follow this mind map because it is very useful. Creating an ARG. The process so how does the process work it starts with an idea this idea uh oftentimes you just want to write out the storyline how you generally want it to go you want to have a beginning and ending the middle you can write up 
as it goes or have it already set. But oftentimes, uh, creators just jump in and release the first step without having an end. And that's one of the biggest issues. It just kind of dies off because the creator couldn't come up with something. Uh, once you have a story written, it's it's easy for you now because all you got to do is figure out, hey, how do I want the story to be given to the users, to the players? And this is where the puzzles come in. You can use... You can use puzzles to uh, lay out the storyline. Either they uncover a part of the story, or you can have the puzzles uh, reveal an important bit of information. Oftentimes, the story might come along with the puzzles themselves. Like, you describe a major plot line, but there's a puzzle in it to have the users figure out the details of the plot line. Yeah, it just kind of... Um... It's more focused on if, like, you're doing a story. That's when you have to worry about more of a beginning or an end. If you're just doing a puzzle-based, like... It's just That's true. Puzzle. That's true. Story-based ones have, like, a lot more planning that have to go into them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to bring in an example for that, uh, for the puzzle-based one. We just uh, we just went... Or we just started the uh, Quetzalcoatl 2100 challenge. And I, I, I feel a little... Uh, hesitant to say it's an ARG because I know it's a it's an actual competition for puzzle challenges but it's 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 a puzzle based uh thing where the creator put out a set of puzzles for people to figure out and currently it had 10 steps uh and whoever finishes those 10 steps could move on to the next stage and so that's Another way you could just do it. You just create puzzles. But you need to have a good reason for why you have that puzzle. And this guy, apparently he had it hosted at his university for the last two years. And this time he just wanted to bring it to the internet. Uh, so on this mind map, we have pros and cons. Pros, yeah. It is a really good starter. Uh, you could definitely create one if you have if you just have an idea that's that's all you need uh the cons is the extremely difficult finale uh to to have a good finale is probably one of the most difficult parts uh with the ascension arg that i had uh <laughs> a lot of the users were left confused and unsure of whether it is actually finished or not and me personally, I also don't know if it's finished or not. <laughs> um, and that's only because the other person that I worked with, or the two other people that I worked with, had conflicting ideas. Uh, there was drama that was involved, and that does come with an ARG sometimes. And oftentimes, that's because as a story develops... Uh, ideas change and it, it can be difficult to finish off an ARG from the creator side. Uh, do you guys have any input on that? No, nope. I, I agree. Nope. <laughs> I just started, so I don't know much about making them. Okay. Uh, Alright, issues. So, alright. Lack of resources. Uh, yeah, that is a good point. Even though if you just have an idea, uh, a lack of resources can prohibit or hinder your creative process. Um, Not just resources, but also like knowledge. Yeah. Uh, but I, I want to tell any uh, ARG creators out there that there is a lot of tools out there on the internet that, you, that could help you create your ARG. The <laughs> I, I feel bad for just constantly promoting the uh, Ascension ARG, but uh, the other creator for the Ascension uh, was able to find a website uh, was website maker that I even I hadn't heard of that wasn't Weebly or uh, Wikia that helped him make the website, and I thought that was really cool. 
and it was free. Um, no ads, which is a good plus, and that was one of the things. Uh, sometimes you might not have access to a camera, so say you want to make a YouTube ARG. Uh, well, what I want to say to that is that a lot of people, we have the power to create videos from our phones, and that's probably all you need. You just grab your phone, re start recording, and uh, you can move on from there. It uh, The lack of resources definitely is there for a lot of people, but uh, to that, I want to say that you can use resources that you could use as well uh, to help you out. One example for the lack of resources, though, is uh, uh, I feel like it is The Sun Vanished. He started running out of um, funds to... or the yeah he he needed more funds to help progress onto the storyline but he just didn't have enough and with college uh he couldn't focus on both at the same time mm -hmm. marketing as another one of the issues yeah um for me i already have some marketing skills that i could use by just putting it out on social media telling people about it uh, and the easiest way for a lot of people is just to post it onto r slash ARG. And that's often all that you need. You just put it onto the uh, subreddit and hope that people join. Perhaps include some good storyline on why it's being posted on r slash ARG. If you want to reveal that you are the creator, then you say that. Or if you want to hide it, make sure you hide it well and make sure you have a good excuse for saying why you have this seemingly tough ARG that you found and why no one has ever heard of it. Something like that. Uh, marketing, a lot of times you don't have enough money to help create it. And so that is something that a lot of, even in startups for companies, uh, you might not have enough money to do what you want to do and so for that if your ARG develops and uh, good ideas or if your ARG develops and it becomes really good along the way you could for example start a Patreon or uh, do I don't know GoFundMe and that oftentimes helps helps fund your project your ARG. Another issue is interest. For the Ascension ARG, a lot of people did lose interest in it because uh, either we, we just weren't keeping their interests there or there was too much time in between the tasks. Uh, so that is one thing with content creation. You want to keep your audience's interests at bay uh you want to keep them there so for tips with that i want to say interact with your users uh create a character and this could even be with puzzle-based args uh, marketing story-based all of that just create a character and have that creator or character interact with your users keep them involved make sure you have a uh, character sheet for this so you can follow a general guideline of personality, the storyline, stuff like that. Just interact with your users. Uh, make sure you keep them in touch. Uh, maybe have a sense of mysteriousness uh, to keep them curious for the next task or the next plotline. And uh, also another yeah. another issue is difficulty. Um, I, I definitely wanted to bring this one up because. We started our the first ARG that we started on the server, called Evaluation for You, right? Correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, the, the so we got through most of it, or not most of it, but we got through the first couple parts, and like within like a few hours, and next thing we knew, we were just lo like lost. 
and we couldn't get anywhere with it because we were trying to just figure out this password and there was nothing telling us what the password could be i mean there was a riddle but like nothing from that riddle showed like gave us anything at all so make sure you don't make it too difficult and if you do make it pretty difficult make sure you have like like uh han said make sure you have interaction yeah okay so yeah um to go back to that one custom cipher that i came up with i put in a lot of clues to how to solve it within more text documents like i told or i gave subtle hints that it was a 63 by 63 grid uh i subtly put in that you uh, it was similarly similarly solved to the arecibo message which is converting the uh, grid into a picture and this picture was a qr code so make sure your puzzle is feasible to be solved that it is possible and your users are able to solve it if it if you just throw something at them without any hints or clues then that'll drop their interest it'll uh and make sure that uh oh, i can't remember what i was gonna say now yeah uh if you want to introduce more difficult puzzles then perhaps make it progressively grow harder uh give let it off easy at the beginning and then as it goes on the people who are more dedicated you'll find out that those are the ones that are generally more uh apps at solving yeah. these kinds of things and then you can introduce to more difficult uh puzzles yeah and i would recommend like if you're starting out don't try and make a hard puzzle uh, you should if you're starting out then like make something that a beginner could find like could do pretty easily or easily enough it doesn't have to be like super easy where anyone can do it but like just kind of do an introduction for your first one and then as you yeah. start making more and more make them progressively harder yeah yeah, anything else I think, I think that's it yeah I think that's it alright guys well we appreciate you listening uh, this is available on YouTube and SoundCloud only at the moment right Spotify Google Play Music oh. actually Apple Music uh, it isn't it, I, I actually still gotta work on this Spotify thing okay uh, um, so but we do have Apple and Google Music Google Play Music? Yes, Google Play okay. Music. Yeah. So yeah, um, if you're listening on YouTube, Google Play, uh, Apple, or SoundCloud, we appreciate it a lot. Uh, and If yeah. you could give us a like, upvote, yeah. thumbs up, whatever the uh, comment system is on, interact with us. Feel free to join our Discord. Uh, we love having new people. And don't forget, you're breathtaking.